You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is Morning Breath. We're the drive time devotion. Sure to jumpstart your day. How you might ask, can we jumpstart your day? But we really can't so much as the Word of God can. The Word of God's full of life, and when you get the Word of God in you, you get more full of life. And so that's what we do. We read chapter of the Bible, spend some time in it at home, and then we come down here to the studios at the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center, and we read the chapter on the air. Enjoy talking about it, do it with the co-host, because there's just something powerful when you get together with somebody and talk about the Bible. How are you doing, Pastor Christian? I'm doing great. Love getting to do life together and be able to read the Bible with you all on the radio. Is this a great way to just stay connected with the Word, and you don't have to read the whole Bible. Just do a chapter at a time. You know, oh, one yeah, step. Well, I don't know anybody that sat down and read the whole Bible. No. It's Non-stop. Not, not going to do it. But I wonder if we can get in the Guinness World Book of Records. It'd be cool. Well, a single sitting. Take too long. Someone could do it because they stay up for like like days and even You'd have like. To stay up a week, wouldn't you? Yeah. It's interesting. I'm going to look uh, it up. It's a little research. I used to read 14 chapters a day. It's a lot. Which is about an hour to an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah. Depending. I mean, in the Gospels, it's a lot longer than yeah. in the Epistles. Yeah. About an hour. So 24 hours times, no, nah, anyway, let's go ahead. It's a tell, lot. Tell folks how to get involved. Yeah, absolutely. The easiest way to get involved is through our East Coast app. You can find it on Apple or Google. Just search East Coast app there or go to our website, eccc.us. You can go in there for info, events, past sermons, all the morning breath episodes and the devotion guide. You can also follow us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Just search East Coast Christian Center. Or if you prefer, you can call the church offices at 321 321- Four five two ten sixty, and we would be honored to either email or mail out a morning breath devotion guide or anything you ever want to know. Yeah, well, it'd be great. We, there's not a lot going on as we're yeah. heading into summer, but we do have a big event coming. We do. You want to talk a little bit? Yeah, about absolutely. That? So summer camp is coming July twelfth and sixteenth, which is amazing. And our last fundraiser for that for anyone out there who is not fully funded yet is going to be June twenty sixth. This is our annual bike a thon. It's our biggest fundraiser. Always a great time. The students will either bike 15 miles or they could walk five miles. And I mean, we've seen kids raise all of their camp money at this one event. So you can, of course, go to our website or go to our app to get more information. Yep. It's out there for you and uh, try to do fundraisers so that the kids get an opportunity to go. Yeah. And if you got a teenager, I'm going to tell you, this camp is an incredible amount of fun. It's at a great facility. It's amazing. But it's also life-changing and impacting. Yeah. Uh, we've, I'm just, I believe I'm a believer in, in camp. Yeah. And don't just powerful. stroke a chuck for these kids either. Like oh, I've no. seen some parents have that, them you believe know, in work. Oh yeah. Let them put some time in. Come They're going to appreciate camp better when they have been raising money and asking and putting some sweat equity into it. Absolutely. It means a lot more. Absolutely. So, Hey, you doing good, Nick? I'm doing well. Okay. How's your finger taste? <laughs> just chewing on his finger. I was just like. What flavor is that? Tastes little good. is a little finger a different flavor than the big finger? No, cinnamon it's just toast sort crunch. of a. He, Nick does that instead. Of like Michael Jordan stuck out his tongue when he's yeah. working. Nick sticks his little finger in the corner of his yeah. of his jaw when he's working. Sometimes <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah, uh, you think, think I don't pay attention? Busted. Yeah. So we're gonna read chapter ten of First Samuel. Yeah. I'm jumping in late here, so I kind of. Kind of read around it a little bit, yep, you know, yep. read a couple of chapters before. And I heard that one after. of your favorites. Yeah, my favorite chapter in First Samuel is chapter 11. That's a good one. Yeah, there's just something that happens there that I think is, it's very apropos for the day we live in. Absolutely. We won't get into that today, but we'll we'll be talking about that yeah, tomorrow. Stay tuned for tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Who's with me tomorrow? Yeah. 
Who's, uh, another host. Another host. Good, good call. Yeah. Um, so we're going to read chapter 10. I'm going to split it right down the almost middle. Yeah. What do you say? 13 or 14? Where, where's a better ending? 13. I'll read through 13. All right, I'll take you 14. You pick it up at 14. That's perfect. All right, I must say unto you, read, sir. New King James. Then Samuel took a flask of oil, poured it on his head, and kissed him and said, Is it not because the Lord has anointed you commander over his inheritance? When you have departed from me today, you will find two men by Rachel's tomb in the territory of Benjamin at Zelzah. And they will say to you, the donkeys which you went to look for have been found. And now your father has ceased caring about the donkeys and is worrying about you, saying, What shall I do about my son? Then you shall go on forward from there and come to the terebinth tree of Tabor. Three men there, three men going up to God at Bethel will meet you. One carrying three young goats, another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a skin of wine. And they will greet you and give you two loaves of bread, which you shall receive from their hand. After that, you shall come to the hill of God, where the Philistine garrison is. And it will happen when you have come there to the city, that you will meet a group of prophets coming down from the high place with a stringed instrument, a tambourine, a flute, and a harp before them, and they will be prophesying. Then the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you, and you will prophesy with them and be turned into another man. And let it be when these signs come to you that you do as occasion demands, for God is with you. You shall go down before me to Gilgal, and surely I will come down to you to offer burnt offerings and make sacrifices of peace offerings. Seven days you shall wait till I come to you and show you what you should do. So it was when he had turned his back to go from Samuel that God gave him another heart. And all those signs came to pass that day. When they came there to the hill, excuse me, when they came there to the hill, there was a group of prophets to meet him. Then the Spirit of God came upon him, and he prophesied among them. And it happened when all who knew him formerly saw that he indeed prophesied among the prophets, that all the people said to one another, What, what is this that has come? Upon the son of Kish, Saul also among the prophets? Then a man from there answered and said, But who is their father? Therefore it became a proverb. Is Saul also among the prophets? And when he had finished prophesying, he went to the high place. Verse 14. Where have you been? Saul's uncle asked him and his servant. We were looking for the donkeys, Saul replied, but we couldn't find them. So we went to Samuel to ask him where they were. Oh, and what did he say? His uncle asked. He told us that the donkeys had already been found, Saul replied, but Saul didn't tell his uncle what Samuel said about the kingdom. Later, Samuel called all the people of Israel to meet before the Lord of Mizpah, and he said, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, has declared. I brought you from Egypt and rescued you from the Egyptians and from all the nations that were oppressing you. But though I have rescued you from your misery and distress, you have rejected your God today and have said, No, we want a king instead. Now, therefore, present yourself before the Lord by tribes and clans. So Samuel brought all the tribes of Israel before the Lord, and the tribe of Benjamin was chosen by Lot. Then he brought each family of the tribe of Benjamin before the Lord, and the family of the Matrites was chosen. And finally, Saul, son of Kish, was chosen from among them. But when they looked for him, he had disappeared. So they asked the Lord, Where is he? 
And the Lord replied, He is hiding among the babbage. So they found him and brought him out, and he stood head and shoulders above anyone else. Then Samuel said to all the people, This is the man the Lord has chosen as your king. No one in all of Israel is like him. And all the people shouted, Long live the king. Then Samuel told the people what the rights and duties of the king were. He wrote them down on a scroll and placed it before the Lord. Then Samuel sent the people home again. When Saul returned to his home in Gibeah, a group of men whose hearts God had touched went with him. But there were some scoundrels who complained, How can this man save us? And they scorned him, refused to bring him gifts. But Saul ignored them. Nashish, king of Amorites, had been grievously oppressing the people of Gad and Reuben. Stop, stop. Amen. You're actually reading a chapter that's not in the Bible, a, a, a paragraph that comes next that is actually only added from the Dead Sea Scrolls. Wow. And the chapter ends at verse 27. Yeah. And uh, there's a whole paragraph that comes talking about what happens in chapter 11. Wow. Um, that comes up right after that. So there's a, there, there is in this chapter a little bit of controversy. Because it rolls over in the New Living you, Translation. You rolled right on through. The I New did. Living goes right into that whole paragraph. And if you read the bottom of that paragraph, I think it'll mention that that's from the Dead Sea Scrolls and yeah. not in the original chapter. Interesting. So it's been added, and that is a big deal. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to stop you there because actually all it does is say what it's going to say it in chapter 11. It steals from chapter 11 yeah, a it little just bit. Says, it, just, it just says exactly what's going on in chapter 11, the beginning yeah. of it. So anyway, that's uh, that's a little bit of a surprise when, yeah. when you're reading the chapter. So yeah. you thought you were going to get all into that Nahash stuff. I know. Here we We were going to rehash Nahash. Get yeah. It? Okay, but but tomorrow on. we're going to get to that. Yeah, we'll get that tomorrow. So what stood out to you in the chapter? A couple. Let me just start out by yeah. one little thing. Yeah. Verse 7. Read it from the New Living for me. Yeah, I'd love to. Verse 7, after these signs take place, do what must be done, for God is with you. Do what must be done. I like mine better. Yeah. And let it be when these signs come to you that you do as the occasion demands. Oh, that's great. And that, that is very, very poetic. poetic. Very, that's very where poetic. King James is so good. Do as the occasion demands. Yeah. You know, there are going to be opportunities in all of our lives, everybody listening, those of us sitting in this room, when we're going to get an opportunity to do as a occasion demands. Yeah. You know, uh, I heard this expression. It's an older expression. Uh, was um, used during my father's day quite a bit. Um, it's either going to be a moment of courage yeah. or a lifetime of regret. Wow, I like that. A moment of courage yeah. or a lifetime of regret. Mm-hmm. When you have an opportunity and something presents itself and God puts you in, in a place— you, you've got to do the right thing, the courageous thing, the godly thing, because it is so much easier to fight the fear of failure and step out on the f- grace of God and yeah. in faith than it is to live your lifetime regretting. What would have been, what I would have, yeah. Didn't, didn't take the opportunity when it presented itself. That's a good word. Yeah. yeah it's powerful. You, you can't anyway, go back. No, you can't go back. Yeah. Can't go back and fix it. So, you know, a lot of, there are very few men that aren't afraid when facing, you know, life and death situations, yeah. but there are many men who are willing to press through the fear yeah. and do what's necessary yeah. in spite of yeah. how they feel. You do it in spite of the yeah. fear, not in the Joyce Meyer always it. said, do it afraid. Yeah. Um, I, I don't go quite that far, but, yeah. you know, you've got to, uh, you've got to make a good choice. You do as the occasion demands. So I just encourage you out there, if you... 
you know, if that's today for you or if that's, you know, next week for you, uh, I pray this verse would, would live big in your heart yeah. when that opportunity comes. I like that. That's anyway, a good word. What, what stood out to you in the Verse chapter? 9, man, just jumped off the page. It says, as Saul turned and started to leave, God gave him a new heart. And all of Samuel's signs were fulfilled that day. And I just think about, I spend a little time reflecting and praying about, you know, my heart being changed. Is we, <laughs> we just heard in a message recently from Pastor Matt of God taking a heart of stone and turning it into a heart of flesh. And yeah. that's happened. Many of us is even as believers, our hearts can get hardened for sure. And you, you hope that God would help it to be softened, that we'd be sensitive. But I literally had my heart changed. Like it was a, a radical transformation in the person that I was to the person I am today, even so much as to go through a name change as I was Chris. I was like a very crazy, problematic person, but I went through a time in life where I was like, I'm no longer Chris. I'm, I'm Christian now. I'm going to take my given birth name and mark like a change in my whole life and my personality and everything. But I love this visual of God calling him out and really saying, I'm going to put this anointing on you and you will be different. And it happens. Like, Powerful. Don't let people judge you by who you were, mm. but to know that God has a new plan for you today. Is you're not who you were. Is that you know, the past? You can't stop people from doing that. Jesus in his own hometown yeah. was not respected. Oh, yeah. And so th- that's going to happen. And uh, But you can be wise in not being a you know, kind of a dingling uh, when you're dealing with your family and friends that knew you, they may need to see some, you know, enduring proof that you're actually different. It takes a minute. Yeah, it might take a hot minute. Yeah, (laughs) hot minute to 20 years for them to be convinced (laughs) that what happened in you is real. Yeah. And uh, I know I got called for my, uh, gosh, this is crazy for me even to say, I got a call from, uh, from our 50th, High school reunion. Wow. I graduated in 1971. So it's 50 years ago. That's crazy. I got a call and the lady said, you're a pastor now, aren't you? <laughs> so I don't know how word gets out. You yeah. Know, but I, haven't talked 50. To those, I haven't talked to those people in 50 years. Yeah. But you didn't pe- do the 25 or those. I've never, I've never gone. I probably won't go to this one. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, the, uh, but it's in Melbourne. Can you imagine? Oh, They're wow. doing the Right here. Instead of South Florida, where I'm from. Yeah. You know, 180 miles south of here. You They're should doing show up. Come on. Yeah, You're Matt Pastor now. You know, for uh, 40, for 35 years, yeah. 38, 40 years. So uh, it's like word gets out. Yeah. People people end up knowing yeah. who you are and what you, you do. If you, I mean, if you want to be a bank robber, they'll know you that way too. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. Everybody's got a reputation yeah. and everybody's got a, you know, sort of a. That persona. Yeah. That, yeah. That goes but, out. Make it be a good one, yeah. and you'll reach your family and friends, For even sure. though they may they may judge you and not believe you're a different man, yeah. as you said, Pastor yeah. Christian. Uh, it It is what really happens when you're born again. Old things have passed away. Yeah. All things become new. Now, we know that isn't the outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, your hair color didn't change, though you might have not been dying it green anymore, or purple, yeah, or whatever yeah. that All was. All the other crazy, gauged yeah, ears yeah, and yeah, everything yeah. else. Yeah. The gauges in your ears were yeah. going to heal back. All yeah. that stuff was going on, but it was on the inside, and that's why it's very clear with him, God gave him another heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, mine says changed his heart. But yeah. I, you know, I love that picture because that's what we need. New Living I mean, Translation won this one. Yeah. I think so. Go ahead. Give it to me again. I like it. So verse... 
10 there says, nine. or verse 9, as Saul turned and started to leave, God gave him a new heart. And all the Samuel and so signs what's were mine fulfilled. Say? God gave changed, him another Changed heart. his heart. No, it says God gave him another okay, heart. Okay, New King James. I, re- I added it. God changed his heart. Yeah, all right. But it's okay today. X changed his heart. There you go. Yeah, I got a new one. Yeah. Anyway, very powerful verse, and I think that that is the testimony. You know, I've heard somebody say, oh, they were brightly converted. I don't know of any other kind. Yeah. You know, a real conversion, really being born again, yeah. your life changed, it is bright. Yeah. You get a new heart. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, it, it changes. You know, somebody will say you got to renew your mind to change your thinking, and yeah. you do, but the act of being born again mm-hmm. changes the way you think. Yeah. You see things differently. You perceive things differently. You hear God's voice differently. For me, my whole life before this, if I heard, if I felt like I heard from God, it was always from the outside yep. in. Like I'd hear something or see something and feel like maybe God's trying to tell me something. Yeah. But after I got born again, it wasn't out there yeah. coming in. It was in here. Yeah. God was speaking from the inside. Yeah. And so it's a inside it's a it's a but yeah big difference. Pretty powerful. Yeah. What do you think about this verse twenty one? It it stuck out to me in a cool way today. And finally, Saul, son of Kish, was chosen from among them. But when they looked for him, he had disappeared. Yeah. Like how about that? Like here, this moment's coming. He's already been anointed. But then he disappears, and they have to go find him. Like, well, well, you know, there, there's such a thing as stage fright. Yeah. And all of Israel gathered. Yeah. And so even though Israel didn't know he was going to get picked, he did. Yeah. You know, Samuel was just going through, you know, they would cast lots, yeah. and it landed on Benjamin, and then it landed on Matri, and then it landed on whoever, Cush, is it, no, Kish. Yeah. Um, it landed on Kish, and then it was Sam, uh, Saul. And so uh, everybody's kind of like, Ooh, ooh, there's a lot of excitement, yeah. and then, boom, it's him. They're seeing this as chance and lottery, but Samuel already knew. Yeah, like Samuel already, already knew, and, uh, you know, it was uh, just the way they did things. Then. Yeah. But anyway, a um, couple of things could be going on there. He could be incredibly humble, yeah, or he could be really insecure. Yeah. I think we learn later it was probably insecurity. <laughs> yeah. Because his fear of man— Yeah. In chapter 15, I think it is, mm-hmm. his fear of man in chapter 15 is what got him in trouble. See, it's interesting that it says in verse 8, seven days, he, I, want you to, uh, I want you to go to Gilgal. I'll come down there to you. Yeah. I'm going to offer sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Seven days you shall wait till I come to you and show you what you should do. Yeah. And so this was kind of the first time he'd ever been told that, and he did it. He went down, he waited. But in chapter 15, after he's king for a while, he goes to a certain spot, and he's supposed to wait for Samuel again, and he doesn't. And he was afraid of what the people were going to do, leave, which might have been the best thing because an army of 300 could take on an army of 180,000, you know, if God is in it. Um he he didn't didn't wait and he did the sacrifices himself. Yeah. And even though he prophesied and is known with the prophets, there was never anything to hint he might be a priest yeah. or have any priestly, kingly, prophetic, yeah. great leadership traits. Yeah. But he had Samuel and he had the other prophets yeah. around him. And they were called to, you know, do the priestly ministry. And so it shows that fear of others. You know, we also see uh, 
how jealous he got of David. Oh, yeah. When David got the, so you know, the girls were singing the song about thousands. David killing his thousands. Yep. Yeah, ten thousands. Ten thousands, actually, and saw yeah. his thousands. Yeah. That, it, that, that jealousy took him over yeah. and really ruined his life. Uh, what's, what's crazy to me as an, as an older guy, and it, it, it is hard to finish well. It's pretty easy to do well in the middle. Sometimes it's hard to get started yeah. in ministry. I'm talking about now. Could be in business, wherever you're at, whatever you do. It's pretty hard to get things going. Yeah, it's pretty easy to keep them going. Yeah, in the middle of it. But it's it. pretty hard to finish well. Yeah, and um, he didn't finish well, and yeah. that's where he struggled in that. And so, it's it's a big deal in the Bible, and there's lots of examples of it. And I just want to encourage you, you've got to stay desperate for God. You've got mm-hmm. to stay connected to God. You've got to, you know, maybe more like he was in the beginning, yeah. you know, if, if that was humility. Yeah. And it was, I'm sure some humility was involved in yeah. that. Yeah. He's kind of terrified. Yeah. First terrified king. and humble. Yeah. You know, that, that whole thing as you look at it there. So anyway, uh, that's what I think about verse 21. He's hiding. And I think think there was a lot going on there mm-hmm. and i mean we're no cycle analysts all we're doing is reading the bible and trying yeah. to figure out trying to interpret but trying to figure out what's going we on. we got there. a whole story <laughs> to kind of get an idea of what's yeah. going on and Absolutely. just seeing is when god's call is on you too is you don't have to be afraid and so you know that god is going to provide for you and he'll be there with you even when things feel scary even when you feel like how could i do this I think that that's some of the greatest moments. It's yeah. I've experienced that in some of my own ministry is yeah. when I was overly confident, that's a very <laughs> dangerous place to be, is that I have very that's pompously really said good. things in the past like, oh, I could do this, and things didn't go as good as I thought. <laughs> but when you're more like, oh my gosh, like, Lord, without you, I don't know how this is going to work, and that's when there can be way more success. And so just know that God's ways are different than man's ways in that. When I am weak, he is strong. Yeah. Yeah, it works. It's an incredible uh, way to look at things. And, you know, that's, I think, one of the reasons why it's hard to end well. Yeah. Because of how much experience I have Uh now or how many ways and things I've learned or know about the Bible or God or the way church works and all of that stuff. You know some stuff. Well, but if I begin to depend on that instead of depend on God— then I, I I really set myself take up. Take heed for, lest you fall. That's yeah, the truth. For sure. If any man stand, let him take heed yeah. lest he fall. So yeah, I think that's a that's a wise thing to look at in your life. And a relook is super important. Constant, yeah. Yeah, constant Keep relook. That yeah. And and pride is pride is destructive. I can't do this on the radio, but I'm gonna do it here in the room. Um, just imagine that I have a pen in my hand, which I do, and if I put that pen on the table and try to stand it up on end. I can't do it. It won't stand on its end. I'm going to have to quit this real quick. But if I put my finger on top of it, yeah. it will stand. Yeah. And that is our lives with God. Yeah. If any man stand, let him take heed lest he fall. How does God resist the proud? Yeah. He just doesn't hold you up. Yeah. Be careful. It's We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, 
Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Welcome back, everybody. Pastor Christian, what you got? Hey, so first one says, Then Samuel took a flask of olive oil and poured mm. it over Saul's head. Mm. He kissed Saul and said, I am doing this because the Lord has appointed you to be the ruler over Israel, his special possession. Mm, I'm thinking cool about line. it is so cool. Just thinking of this visual of being anointed and called. We just did an incredible kind of transition here for youth ministry is that we put in place new leadership for TNT Viero with Whitney Branham and her husband Lane. And it's cool thinking about them being 
being anointed and called for this. Yeah. And it's a powerful thing. And in the Old Testament, they would literally pour oil from your head to your feet. And we use oil sometimes when we're praying for people, but just that visual of thinking, you're anointed and called. And I want to say it to you on the radio is that you're anointed to do the thing that God has called you to do. It's and good. it may not be, you know, pastoring a youth church or or being a missionary, but you're anointed to be that mom. You're come anointed on, to on. be that business person. Good. You're anointed to be that teacher and that healthcare provider and that law enforcement. And yes. know that God wants you there and that you are gifted and talented to do that and that it's it's what God wants. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. You know, chasing donkeys can lead to your destiny. Yeah, that's you know, good. It seems like you know, it seems like you're on a, a, oh, yeah. a fool's errand. But as long oh, that's as you, a good as word. long as you're a fool for Jesus, you you're, saved you're that one for the end. Sorry, oh man, sorry, sorry. Anyway, you guys have a that's great a day. That's a youth camp message right there. I'm gonna it, put that it in might there. Be. You can use it. God bless you yeah. guys. Have a great day. See you tomorrow. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.